Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and you are listening to and or watching It's Bigger Than Me. And today I am super excited to have a studio full of amazing people who are actually living their best life. It's so exciting. Hello. Hello. Baka. Hello. Bikers <clears throat> Against Child Abuse. That's who I have in the studio with me today, and I am super excited. I, I got to tell you, I met them today. This was not my planned show. I met them today in a restaurant after church. Um, they were in a restaurant causing all kind of havoc, laughter galore. I'm like, who are these people? I walked around, and it was amazing. Like, they're all, I wouldn't say tattooed, but there's, like, the leather mm. and the patches. It's a beautiful thing. Just joy, peace. And when you look at people who are actually living life to the fullest. That's what I saw over there in the corner. I was leaving. I was headed out. And and, and the spirit said, go check it out. So I went over, and I got to tell you, they welcomed me into into the family. They I now own a Harley as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bikers Against Child Abuse does not mean my bicycle. These are Harley Davidson, Honda, riding... Don't forget Can-Am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you guys for being here today. Thank you for what you do and for our listening audience. We have five, six members of the board. So I'm going to first ask you to introduce yourself, identify your road names first, and then we're going to come back to Mama Bear, who is going to tell us about the history of the organization. So first, we're just going to introduce, I'll start with the handsome gentleman on my right. Um, slight correction, Tracy. We've got three executive board members here oh. and then three other general memberships. Thank you for that so. point of clarification. Uh, and actually, I'm going to have you introduce <coughs> yourself, say your road name, and then tell us why are you involved in this amazing organization. Sure. My name is Coach. I'm the president of the Lake Washington chapter. Mm -hmm. uh, I got involved in BACA um, because I wanted to give up myself. Give, instead of just sending money to an organization, I wanted to be actually involved. Nice. And um, I'm a public edu educator, and um, so I have a heart for kids, and uh, I wanted to help these kids. I love it. And that's what you guys are doing every day. Um, I'm Mama Bear, and I'm our chapter's treasurer. And I got involved in BACA, one, because I love working with kids. But I also have history in my family of abuse. My mm. sister was abused by our biological paternal grandfather mm. and she kept it quiet until he turned his attention to her little sister wow. and I was that five-year-old little sister wow so there's a part of me I think when I help a child that I'm honoring my sister who saved me wow. from that abuse that's awesome I'm rogue I'm our uh, child liaison mm -hmm. and uh I when I when I first learned about Baca, I just it it called to me. Um, I'm also no stranger to abuse and mm. um, the long term recovery. Wow! And uh, I just it, it's hard to put into words. I just knew I had to do this work. I am so glad you guys are here. And then we're going to start. Yes, ma'am. I'm Bun Bun, and uh, I started my doing my work with Baca because I believe that our purpose in life is to do positive and uh, make the world a better place for having our presence having been in it. I love it. And uh, I love to ride. And if I'm going to ride, I want to ride for a purpose. All right now. So uh, I'm Archer. Yes. Um, I'm the security officer and also the road captain for our Lake Washington chapter. 
Um, I ride uh, in part because I love riding, mm-hmm. and I thought this is a great way to not only give back, but uh, we're all, I think, connected or know someone that's been impacted by child abuse in mm-hmm. some form or another. And to be able to empower kids to to live a, a positive life and have that opportunity is a huge way of giving mm-hmm. back. It is. It is. All right. I'm Hummingbird, and I am our court liaison for our chapter. And I got involved, um, one, because Coach and I are together. So <laughs> it's a common thing. We've done a lot of things through the years, as Mama Bear has too, and I'm sure most of the group has, for um, giving back to our community. But this was the first time that we could really see, you know, we're with the kids long enough that we can see the difference that happens. And it's just a powerful, powerful group. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to have you guys come a little bit closer just so you're closer into the shot the whole time. Just You're just beautiful people. I like seeing you together. <laughs> uh, part of the reason I was so excited to have you all here is because the work we've been talking about, I, literally this is the seventh or eighth show for this show called Bigger Than Me. But I, for two years I was doing another show called Our Journey, Our Dreams the art and science of being aware and getting there. And it was all about people coming to tell their story, people who you know, understand that life is a journey. And by sharing your story, you could help others to achieve their, their dreams. So that's what book one was about. So now book two is called Bigger Than Me, and they're, they're kind of coming together here. But really, it's all about how to live your best life. It's about you know, finding something that you're passionate about and doing it. And so I was so excited to have you here because you're doing it. It's like, these aren't just books. These are like beautiful people who are doing this work. So just thank you for what you do. So excited. And I can tell you, handsome gentleman, uh, we were talking about, so, so just for, the, for, for those who um, may not be aware, these, these beautiful individuals were at breakfast today. Rogue wasn't there. And they said, when Rogue gets here, the party has really started. <laughs> and he really connects with, the children in a way that I think is just moving. And we've only met for a few minutes and I'm just, I've been so moved by you. And what I loved about about the conversation is one of the books that that I did in my very first show, the first show that I did, it was about the secret. And and the show is all about helping people to live their best life, right? To to live their dreams, providing information, truths that you really already know, but just kind of bringing them to the forefront, helping people to kind of talk about what they, what they believe, you know, help them to achieve their dreams. And so when I talk to you about the secrets, I wanted you to kind of share with the audience how and anyone else here as well. But I know you had something to say about the secret, what it means to you. What does the secret mean to you and anyone else who wants to share as well? <clears throat> so I think that you had mentioned... Um, the law of attraction. It's kind of how I summarize the, the it. The law but of yes. attraction. Yes. And uh, it, uh, this is tough. So the law of attraction means to me, I mean, it's... It's a pretty simple mm-hmm. um, concept is that thoughts create reality. Right. And uh, we can ex- expound on that and write Please. books and books about it. Yeah. I can't, but a lot of people do. They have. That, 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 that's um, part of why these are here. I've read like a thousand books, Rogue, and, yeah. and I've narrowed it down to the top hundred. Then I got it down to the best 40. Well, basically all these nuggets around living your best life. So thoughts mm. become things. Tell us more how that has manifested in your life. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. We mentioned um, uh, a few different laws. Mm-hmm. The law giving uh, of giving karma. There with karma, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my experience uh, working with Baca, um, 
you know, it's never been my intention to manifest anything from mm. it, uh, just to give. So mm. we've got the law of giving there. And uh, when I find myself um, giving myself to this cause, and it's uh, the, the return is immediate. There's no delay. I it's, love that. it's one and the same. I love it. So it's giving and receiving. So we're going to pause real quick, and we're going to come back to some of these laws. Again, for people who listen to my show, it really is about me talking about some of my favorite books. So Deepak Chopra, The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. We've talked about this, and we'll bring up this and a few other um, points in the conversation. But we're going to also pause and have Mama Bear tell us a little bit about the history of BACA, Bikers Against Child Abuse. Tracy, our founder, whose road name was uh, Chief, was a licensed clinical therapist, mm-hmm. and he worked with abused kids. And sometimes he would get um, quite frustrated because he would meet with a child, they'd make some progress, a week would go by, and he'd see that child again, and they'd be kind of right back where they started. Mm-hmm. So he had had experience with bikers as a child. So drawing from that, he asked some biker friends of his if they would go out and just do a visit with a child. And later that day after the visit, that child's mother called Chief and said, thank you very much. For the first time in months, my son is out riding his bicycle in the neighborhood. So at that point, Chief knew that he was really into something Mm -hmm. and that a child in fear was really going to be stuck and had very little shot at moving on from their abuse and making what I like to say is a journey from being an abuse victim to an abuse survivor. I love it. So... He reached out to the greater biker community and found some people that were willing to help him form an organization to support abused kids. And that was in Provo, Utah in 1995. Mm. So almost 25 years later, we are an international organization. We have chapters in 47 states, and most of those states have multiple chapters. We have six chapters in the state of Washington, so Mm. we cover the state. I love it. We're in 19 countries. And as an international organization supporting abused kids around the world, we are 100% volunteer. There are no paid positions in BACA. We all do this work because we have a passion for it. I love it. All of these beautiful individuals, I'm saying beautiful because, first of all, you're beautiful. (laughs) You you really are beautiful people, inside and out. Like, just to see you, a biker gang on a purpose, partying for a purpose, on a mission— saying biker gang and but you know what I mean like yeah. you're you're the, the bikes are beautiful people let me just be clear it, it, it's amazing to see you pull up to see you represent it's just it's such a beautiful thing and you and you're on purpose so there's the mission thank you for the history I know um, coach you want to talk about a little bit about the mission <clears throat> of the organization yeah we have a very specific and focused mission right. um, and that's to empower uh, abused children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live I love um, that I love that so we empower kids you know, it looks differently for every kid, but mm-hmm. we empower them through choice and through our through our presence yeah. um, with them. Uh, we focus on the kid. We don't focus on the perpetrator in, in this yes. equation. Yes. Um, all our energy is focused on on the child and helping them overcome fear. Now, I'm smiling only because when you first told me that this is a very serious topic, but I'm smiling because it makes me happy. I'm just so joyful to know that there are people like you in this universe around the country, internationally, that are doing this work. And I'm smiling because when you told me, you were like, we focus on the child. I was like, how do you possibly just focus on the child? I had someone in my family who was in an abusive relationship and an extended part of my family. And I went after him. It was a female. And I was like, oh, no, not on my watch. 
It was all about me and you, right? And, and I was confrontational. Like, how dare you? Like, thinking I was protecting this woman. And what was your response to me when I said that? Like, how can you just focus on the child? Well, I, I said that all of us have our thoughts about the perpetrator. And yeah. how can you not? You're, you're human, right. right? And if you care about kids, um, it sickens you right. to, to, to hear and see some of the things that happen. Um, but that's not our mission. Our mission is is it. focused on the child and empowerment of the child. And so uh, dealing with the perpetrator would just be a distraction and probably harmful to the child. Did you, did you hear that, people? A distraction. So throughout this show, we've been talking about focus and intention and being on purpose. You come for a purpose, right? And, and what I love about your purpose, some of you were talking about the um, like how you've engaged over the years. And I think, you know, I, I heard you talk about... Um, the benefits for the child. And even in this, in this um, brochure, it talks about empowerment and how there, there was a statistical significance in, in children that have been engaged in part of this Baca family where they have improved self-confidence, increased feelings of safety. You want to talk a little bit more about what the child, how the child benefits? Rogi? <clears throat> <laughs> Um, I was impressed. I mean, this is this is this is impressive. I know you know your you know your thing, but like, it's impressive. Right, and um, I I could read statistics all day long. Yeah. I could I could watch videos all day long mm-hmm. about how cool a mission this is. Yeah, but um, I'm here to testify all to right. see Amen. to see um, the child become unafraid mm. is is the most wonderful experience that I've ever had and we see it a lot it's it's an amazing mission in that um, it's like I mentioned there's no delay in karma often there's no delay in how these kids respond to us Mm. and I'm in a very privileged position where I get to meet the children and the Mm. families as they're being referred to us and uh, I get to introduce them to Baca Mm. and often when I do I can see in their eyes, that they get it. Mm. You know, we bring this um, empowerment again. That's our buzzword: yes, is empowerment. Yes. That's our entire mission. Um, and uh, when a few of us show up, you know, in our biker uniforms, and we're <laughs> we're not golfers mm-hmm. against child abuse <laughs> um, for a reason. And what we represent is power to them. Mm. Often, That's these right. kids, their abuser is the most powerful person in their reality. Mm-hmm. And that's why it takes the, the appearance that we have mm-hmm. to sort of uh, crack yes. that for them, right. you know, to um, break through that and, and give an opportunity to think that maybe he's not the most powerful person in the world. I love it. And then maybe my friends, you my know, friends. are more powerful. And then by association, me. Mm. Um, and our, our job, of course, is to work ourselves out of a job with each child. Right, right. And so at some point, we get to let them move on. And, I love uh, it. Yeah. I love it. But what I heard you say yeah. earlier, uh, Mama Bear, maybe it was your coach, I can't remember, but you talked about when we show up. Tell us about what happens when you show up. What do you say to the, ch- to the child? Well, I, th- I think a lot of what happens when we roll in, and a, and a lot of what Rogue said is absolutely true, but I think there's another element to that in that sometimes our kids have a fairly good support system, mm-hmm. maybe a good family structure, um, but that's expected. They expect their family to be there and to mm-hmm. support them. 
we roll in as a bunch of strangers really to them and say, we're here for you. We believe you. We believe in you. A lot of times kids who have been abused, one of the reasons they don't come forward right away is they're afraid nobody's going to believe them. Mm. So now they know that they've got this whole family that's come in to embrace them and believe in them. And that connection is what enables us to empower these children. I love that. I'd like to describe kind of what it looks like when we bring a kid in. So after we vet the case, then we do what's called a level one intervention. Well, first, first, once we meet the kids, the first thing we do, after we introduce ourselves and describe our mission to them, Mm -hmm. uh, we ask them, do you want to be part of this? Mm. And that's a very important step, right? Uh, we don't tell them we're going to. We ask them. Can you, then, can you pause real quick before, yes. before you? And the reason <clears throat> I'm saying is because you all talked a lot about um, about this. Um, uh, what did you call it? You called it the this 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 environment of choice and how important choice is. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I know that's step one. Can you guys talk a little bit more about the choice and how that plays into the empowerment and the confidence? Absolutely, Tracy. Choice is one of the first things that's taken away from an abused child. Mm. They are... Uh, abused by somebody who has a position of power over them. Abuse depends on that position of power, and it it depends on all of the choices being taken away from the child. And in order to empower them, we slowly start to return those choices and create a culture of consent where the child understands they have control, they have the power, and we honor and respect the word no. Like, if no Mm -hmm. is said... That's done. We've gone on visits with children who decide at the last minute when 20 of us show up that, you know what, I am not okay with meeting all of you today. (laughs) I'm overwhelmed. And we say, okay. You know, it doesn't matter that we rode an hour and a half in the pouring rain to be there. We're not there for us. We're there for the child who said, no, I'm not ready. And we're also there for the child who says, yes, I'm ready for your support. I'm ready for your help. But we're giving them those choices, and we give those choices at every opportunity that we can. We ask them to choose their own name, which is very powerful. You're the road name. Identity. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I want a road name. Yeah. Rhubarb? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about rhubarb. So there was... <laughs> so t- tell, tell the story about rhubarb. We'll have a road name for you by the end of the <laughs> show. <laughs> okay. If you, tell, if you don't about... pick one, we'll pick one right. for you. Yeah. I don't Nasty. recommend that. Yeah. We have a long-standing tradition in the Lake Washington chapter of if you are a new member coming to us and you can't choose a road name, we choose one for you. Yes. And uh, there have been some unfortunate princesses and cupcakes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the latest one that we can't seem to get rid of is rhubarb. So You said someone careful. came in. Oh, yeah. He came in and he wanted to talk about how he was a chef and all these other things. But then he got sidetracked on this whole rhubarb festival. He said he was a bad chef. Yeah. And that's where it came from. So now everybody's just rhubarb. Thank you. Thank you very much. So back to choice. Back to choice. Choice is so powerful. Yes. So powerful. We as adults take for granted how many choices we make. And children are very aware of how many choices we make for them. Like, Mm. we as grown-ups forget how many choices that we make for children on a daily basis. No, you can't go outside. No, you can't wear that. No, you can't. No, 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 no. Baca comes in and says, you're in charge. It's Mm. your choice. It's your body. We don't force children to give us hugs. We don't force children to give us handshakes. We introduce ourselves. You ask. Yeah, we ask. I come up to a child and I say, hi, my name is Bun Bun. Welcome to my family. I'm so glad to meet you. May I give you a hand, a handshake, a hug, a fist bump? And nothing is okay, too. And nothing is always one of the options we offer. That's awesome. 
That is so beautiful. This concept of choice is awesome. I, I think I, we've had parents on the show in the past. I'm not a parent. I've chosen. I'm a, I'm a aunt, a godmother. You know, my plants are my babies. This show is kind of like, you know, part of my creation. Um, but, but I don't have the experience of being a parent. So we've had parents on the show because I ask. Like, that's one of the hardest things to do. There's no manual for being a great parent. And I know one of the, the, the common denominators, which is part of my book, which people have always said is, Good parents give their kids choices, right? They, they, they give them accountability. They actually turn things over. They don't make the decisions for them. I think that's kind of part of the journey. So thank you for, for sharing that. Yes, sir. Archer. So I wanted to tag on what yes. I was saying in, in regards to choice. It's, yes. it's also about voice, too. A lot of mm. times kids don't have their own voice. And so empowering them to have their own voice and to be able to say no and be able to say yes and be able to make decisions for their own life. That gives them the voice that they've always been wanting and needing in, in all of this, especially with the abuse. They haven't been able to say anything about what's happening in their life. And so to, to enable them to have that voice again and have that, to be able to stand up and to, for us it. to back them up and say, we're listening. We hear you. I love it. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I just wanted to add on, too, that um, we talked about how family members, well-intended family members, mm. They want the best for their child a lot of times, and they will step in and say, no, this is what you need to do. This is how, And the child accepts that. Mm. And this is different. We don't ever step in and say, you need to you know, do it this way. You mm-hmm. need to accept our affection. You need to come out of the house and meet all of us at this time. It's totally their choice. And that. this may be the very first time in their lives even with well-intending families, that mm. they've had an opportunity to say, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with doing this. And sometimes they don't <clears> even <throat> want to talk. They tell somebody else, I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. it's still them telling mm-hmm. someone else, I'm not comfortable with this. I love it. One of you gave the example about uh, a well-meaning parent wanting to take photos. Tell, me, tell us about that little that experience and how you, you, you turn it around for the child. I think you were, I think you were there when no, you guys talked about it. I don't remember. Um, yeah yeah well when when we do go to a level one ride yes it's our first introduction with the child i I want rogue to talk a little bit about that but uh we give them an opportunity to take a picture on a bike of their choice Ah. Uh, sometimes they don't want to and sometimes there's a parent that's saying you know pushing them pushing them to get on a bike and it's you know the kid doesn't want to get on a bike and get a picture and, and, that's you, fine. and you say that you actually stand up for the child we, in the moment, which again is another empowering opportunity to say, yeah, if he doesn't want to, yeah. it's okay. And that's, so I think that, that, and, yeah. And, that, and, and rogue tends to do that as our child liaison. He interacts with the parents a little bit more. Yes. And so kind of does that behind the scenes a bit. Mm. Kind of coaching, you're coaching parents. Sure. Helping I suppose helping. Yeah. 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 Helping. <laughs> Loving um, I want to describe what a level one looks Please. like. Um, we, we were talking about empowerment and choices, um, mm-hmm. but the nuts and bolts of exactly what we do and what it looks like to yeah. the kids is we'll show up. Like I said, we do an introduction, the kid opts in and uh, good. So uh, as soon as they say yes, then we say you get to pick a road name and we'll measure them for their vest. They get vest too? That's what I want to okay, tell you. No yeah. one said I was going to get a vest. <clears throat> I'm right, so right. in. Listen, can I bring my bike? Yeah. <laughs> my, sorry. So, sorry. They get a vest. <clears throat> so the next time we see you, we're going to bring a bunch of your new brothers and sisters. Wow. And there's a lot of us. There might be 12 bikes. There might be 40 bikes. Wow. Often we'll do it on their front lawn. Depends on the situation. Um, we may go to a nearby park if it's not appropriate to do at their place. 
and uh, they get to meet their brothers and sisters. That's they so get cool. to meet their primary contacts. There were two people, I think it was explained to you, we have two yes. members assigned yes. as primary contacts, and their primary contacts give them their vest, and that's a big, big moment right, right. there. And everyone applauds, and welcome to the family. And it's the, the vest symbolizes you're one of us. Wow. And there's a lot of unspoken, you know, that doesn't need to be spoken about mm -hmm. that. We've got each other's back. We've got your back. We call them brother and sister. They're just one of us. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we offer to take them for a ride if their parent or guardian approves. And mm -hmm. If uh, they're too small for a motorcycle, we offer to ride them in the sidecar. It's so cute, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the sidecar is so cute. <clears throat> they have access to their primaries 24-7. Wow. Um, phone calls, phone calls, texts, anything. Whatever. If they have a bad day at school, if they have a good day at school, they can call right. their Baca brothers and sisters and tell them about it. That's so awesome. If things get kind of sketchy, where their um, where their abuser is harassing or threatening them, uh, we call what's called a level two, mm -hmm. um, where we'll go out. We have um, Archer's our security officer, and he calls a level two, and and uh, we have a level two coordinator and. Uh, who starts signing people up for shifts and we'll go stand outside their house 24 seven. Wow. Until the threat's gone and the child can sleep safely. Wow. Can you yeah. say that again? Do you I mean, that's this huge. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, for kids to, to have a family like you all with the most endearing eyes. I mean, I've just spoken to you each about your stories and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm holding it in. I'm holding, I'm just so overwhelmed with joy and gratitude for the work you do. I'm in. So I need to figure out how to get me a bike <laughs> that doesn't have, that is motorized. I'm so in, seriously. And I, I want to talk about Baca. You guys will be back to talk more about this, to bring the more awareness. I mean, in Seattle, it is the perfect time, right, of the year to be on a bike. Mm. Springtime, summer, it's amazing here. So we're going to talk about how do we host some type of Baca session, right, where we bring people somewhere and get them to sign up. We can do that, right? We can. We do have happen. a 100-mile ride the third Tuesday of every May. <coughs> or, excuse me, third Saturday of every May. Third Saturday of every May. No. We've already ride. had it. Oh, I'm thinking. We've had it already. We just had it last Saturday. So, so, when is, so let's talk about engagement with Baca. There was a, there's a number. There's an email address. Let's talk about your meetings. Let's just talk about how, do, how does one get involved with Baca as a volunteer, can you know I, about the student engagement. Did you uh, want to finish some more? I, I just Child. needed wanted to reply because you, you used two words. You said gratitude and and uh, I can't remember what the other one. <laughs> Excited? But uh, I I just there there's time. Oh, uh, there's times when I look at my brothers and sisters in Baca and I am just in absolute awe um, when. Uh, I see them answer the call, right. and for instance, yesterday I put out a call for an immediate response, and oh, you said I'm in. Oh, my email inbox just filled almost wow. within five minutes with emails that said only that I'm in, wow. and and immediately people were dropping whatever they were doing and saddling up, and within an hour we were at a rendezvous point to go wow. do what we needed to do, and wow. and I am and, in. This, I'm yeah, in, I'm yeah, so in. And, and so this is not unusual. It's just there's there's days where it just bowls me over with gratitude and love for my brothers and sisters. Wow, yeah. wow. So let's talk a little bit about how people can get engaged. I mean, I'm I'm loving this. It's three thirty one. It's all good. We're good on time. So let's talk about just real quick. How can, we'll, we'll say it again at the end. But how can someone get engaged if they're listening to your voices? 
hearing what you're doing, understanding your mission. And they're like, I'm in, I'm down, I want to be involved. What What's the first step? There's a website, there's meetings. So, there, so there's a website. It's uh, www.bacaworld.org. And it's B-A-C-A-W-O-R-L-D.org. Dot O-R-G. And anybody that's interested can go on that website and um, regardless of what state they're in, find a chapter that's close to them and go on that. The, they'll be directed to their chapter's website and it'll tell them where they meet, what time. I love it. Um, if you're in King County and you want to be a part of Lake Washington chapter, we meet the third Tuesday of every month at the uh, King County Sexual Assault Resource Center in Renton, and we meet at 7 p.m. Um, but again, all that information's on, on online. Yep. So, so www.bacaworld.org, and again, you're all around the country. So this 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 Hubbard Radio YouTube is national, worldwide. It's on the World Wide Web, so it is everywhere. <laughs> so definitely want to make sure that people know you're everywhere. I actually met someone. And Baca in Florida many, many years ago. And Florida's different because, again, you can bike 365 days out of the year. Like, it's, it's a biking town. And so it wasn't a surprise to me when I looked. It wasn't like, oh, my God, what is that? I was like, oh, Baca. When I saw it, like, you didn't see me, like, get too shocked, right? It was kind of like, oh, okay, I know you people, right? I know my people. Like, you're my people. It was like I, I immediately felt connected. I felt a little bit like I didn't follow up with the other guy, right? Like, it was a lot going on. You know, you work in a corporate America. Did I mention that I'm, I'm my 25 years in corporate America? I said eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, my last five years at Microsoft. But my heart is for the community. It's for service. So I'm 100% doing this work. Like, how do we shape the minds of our children and of parents and of just individuals who can give? You can. You can give if you want to serve in any way. I can't think of an organization that's doing work that's more valuable, more meaningful than helping a child in need mm. in the moment. It does take a very committed individual. Tell me uh, more. What does well, it take? What type of people are you looking for? Well, again, people that you ride. You have to have a bike? you got, you, you got to have a bike or have access to a bike. Um, now, Can I borrow a bike? Now, humming, Hummingbird's my wife. And she has access to a bike. She rides on the back. Um, How many who can take a, a big girl on the back of their bike every now and then? I'm just saying. I'm in. Can I? Can I, can I? Okay, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. But you got, you got to, you've got to be able and willing to, to drop everything at a moment's notice if a kid calls. I love that. And so, you know, some people are, their employment doesn't, doesn't, right. doesn't work for that. Right. Um, but committed, it's going to take you quite a long time to be, become a member, to earn that patch on your back um, at least a year. Nice. To show your commitment show and up. trustworthiness. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And that's a, a year, year and a half of a lot of training. So tell, a lot us, of training. About, tell, tell us a little bit about the training. What what goes into that? Just a little, just a little, just a kind of quick overview. Well, like, well, what would that entail? Well, first, I'm in, people. I need somebody, to know what I'm signing up for. <laughs> so when, just say it. When somebody first shows up to their first meeting, yes. they get a little bit of an introduction. Their second meeting, they're allowed to pick their road name. Okay. And then hummingbirds taken. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then as the, as they continue to show, then they have a chance to um, get their background check, fingerprint back, Ooh, background check, because we have I'll to make pass. sure that all okay. of our members are love it right, clean. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, it's a year of training, and it's it's uh, there's webinars that they'll be watching. They'll have Excellent. a they'll have a one on one mentor that's going to take them through. Baca 101. I love it. Um, and they're going to learn all aspects of Baca before. This is some serious business. We're laughing. Yeah, it is. You guys, were, a, you guys were ridiculously very hilarious. And, and what I loved about that was what you said to me, Mama Bear, was, Tracy, we're laughing right now, but this is serious business. 
I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I love that because you were you were taking the time from the serious business to connect as a family. You're in a mm-hmm. restaurant, leather deep, you know, far as I can see, bikes all in the parking lot, beautiful takeover. And it was such a joy and positive energy and laughter because you were building that family. How important is the family aspect for each of you? It's everything. The, the so family tell me, tell me about that. Is, These is are your, this really is your family. Huge. These are your people. This is my this is my family. Absolutely. And I couldn't love the people in this family any more than I love my biological family. Wow. And you know the thing that I know about my brothers and sisters is that if I ever needed anything, they have my back. Wow. I mean. If I broke down, <laughs> which would never happen, we would laugh at you. <laughs> but but no, that is, and I say that with wow. all sincerity. There isn't, you know, any of these people that I wouldn't trust my life with. Wow, wow, family. Anybody want else to talk about what the Baca Baca family means to you? So I've never been much of a joiner. That's the <laughs> is that why your nickname is Rogue? <clears throat> it is, as a matter of fact. That goes back decades. But um, <clears throat> when I when I came to my first Baca meeting, uh, as Coach described, um, I felt like I didn't fit in. You know, I just I I couldn't wait to get out of there. But luckily, before the meeting was over, I remembered why I was there, and mm. I wasn't there to be comfortable. And I wasn't. I was there for to to be of service to somebody else. So I challenged myself, and oh my God, I'm glad I did. And you know, by the second meeting, you know, I started you know thinking about these people and that they're all there for the same reason I am and their hearts. And I started seeing them as I see them. Oh my God, now I'm just absolutely in love with every one of them, and and wow. they're as tight of family as I've ever had. Can, can I pause real quick because yeah. again, this is amazing i'm just i'm so grateful you will must come back mm-hmm. on the show but what i just heard you say is and we talk about that a lot when we talk about living your best life and and we're asking people to to you know to to to, to identify a dream and be willing to take steps every day to achieve those dreams i mean it's 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 really not complex we're not you know what i'm not talking about here you know i talk about you know i'm blending the science you know, and the spiritual, I'm blending the, the mind and the heart, you know, I'm connecting, you know, things that you know, really aren't necessarily, you, you may not have read a hundred books, right? You may not have done that. And like you said, the secret is in, you know, many, many books. Those concepts are, are things that we've all heard. But what I would say is you're doing it. I heard you say, which is really, really important. I wasn't there to be comfortable. You remembered why you were there. You remembered your purpose. You were intentional. Mm-hmm. We talk about that. It's, it's like there's a whole chapter in my book about intention, right? About, about the importance of intention. And so you were uncomfortable, but you moved through it. Let's talk about how did you do that? Was it just the fact that you saw people like you? Anyone else who wants to talk about intention, uncomfortable, <laughs> moving through something where you weren't comfortable? But well, we're coming to you because I know there's a story. <laughs> I remember your story now. Anyone else want to talk about that? being uncomfortable and how you got comfortable? Well, I, I can address that. Yeah. The thing that's very unique, I think, about this, it's not a motorcycle club. Mm-hmm. We're a nonprofit, and we're, in, we're here. We love bikes. We love to ride. We love the camaraderie of our brothers and sisters, but we're here for the kid. So we have a ton of different types of people that are involved. There's some pretty gnarly people 
there's some pretty, you know, you got to define gnarly. Uh, <laughs> I can we might define gnarly. Because yeah. that's a great thing. You mentioned you, you're all volunteers, but you have you have people who work in, in schools and accountants and at Microsoft. I mean, we, we right. We, we let's talk about that as well. Right. Right. What does gnarly mean to you, by the way? Let's talk well, back to that. Like all kind of people. When we when coach and I first started attending, I mean, there was some and I've been around bikers most of my life. There, but there were some bikers there that kind of intimidated like me. Bikers, bikers. Yeah. And then there's other people that, you know, you see them in all their leather and they look kind of scary, but then, you know, they're just a big marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the, one of the really nice things about it is it brings a very diverse group mm. of people together for one common cause. And we don't have to agree on everything. And part of the Baca mission is not to have any drama. We mm. don't bring our drama. We own our own crap and we move through like like Rogue saying, it's not about us. So if anything starts coming up that's about us, I want this for me, I want to be this person, I want this role, we step back from it and say, mm. okay, let's go back to what we're here for. And that's, I uh, that. you don't see that very often in large groups either. I, I, I love that so much. I think, so thank you for that. Like I, I must have you back. Can we agree that I'm bringing <laughs> you? Because there's way too much, like I could, we're 20 minutes left. And there's so much more that I'd love to talk about. So let's talk about this Baca family. We're inviting people to be a part of this family, this uh, organization, this purposeful, on a mission for the kids family. Family is powerful. Like mm -hmm. family is everything. Um, I set out on the Baca mission to empower children. I know what it's like to be scared. I know what it's like mm. to be alone. I know what it's like to be afraid. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone, let alone somebody who's five or six years old and has no life experience to prepare themselves for that. Mm -hmm. So I set out on this mission. And when I found out when they spoke those words and said, we're here to empower children, I said, I'm in. You know, those two ever so powerful words. What I didn't realize was at the time how much I was going to get out of it. That mm. law of attraction, that giving, I get so much from my brothers and sisters. I recently went through some issues a few months ago, and all of my brothers and sisters calling and checking on me and making sure that I was okay was what got me through it. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't, I show wow. up every day at two o'clock in the morning at a child's house in the rain. For the child, but I also show up because I don't want to let my brothers and sisters down. I'm in every day. Wow. Wow. I love it. I, I, like I said, I'm I'm just, I'm blown away. Miss Miss Mama Bear, do you have anything you wanted to share? Mike is giving me the, the finger. I mean, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a couple um, minutes to roll into. Yeah, I, th the, I think uh, a lot of the Baca members are, are members who... Um, Motorcycle riding is a lifestyle for them and right. has been for a long period of time. My very first uh, Baca meeting, and I hadn't, I hadn't been riding very long, and I ride a Can-Am, which is a three-wheel motorcycle, and I get it's a lot beautiful. of asking about it. Yeah, but it is. It's, it's cute, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah. It really yeah, so is. I, I mean, I show, up at, I show up at my first Baca meeting, and there's all these bikers, <clears> and I don't even know a whole lot about the biker culture. I want to work with kids. That's right. why I'm here. Right. But, and I was very intimidated. And I also, um, you know, I'm, I'm older. I'm, I'm coming to this, you know, kind of later in life after doing some other kind of volunteer work. And so I was really very intimidated. And I have to say they didn't make it easy for me because <laughs> a, lo a lot of it is, you know, understanding that there's a real commitment there because this is a huge commitment. You give up a, a pretty good significant part of your life. 
to do this kind of thing. Um, and we all do it willingly. But it was, it was a little, it was very intimidating for me when I first came in. But um, they have embraced me. Not all, everybody's embraced my bike. <laughs> but, uh, they have you mean your bike me. has not been fully embraced? The three-wheeler? <laughs> Listen, people, I'm in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm it's loving it. I'm yeah. loving it. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So let's clarify. The three wheels are in the, f- two, or the wheels two, are in the yeah. front, not in the back. Is, yeah, that different from uh, a cool. trike has, you know, one in the front, two in the back. So that's the difference? And one is a trike? Which is the wheel and one wheel well, in the front, two in the back. Well, they're still both considered a trike. Okay. Most of them have one in the front and two in the back. The Can Am has two in the front, one in the back. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it's but built from the ground up to be a three wheeler. And you know, so again, I'm not really fun. comfortable with having Can Ams, <laughs> but I'm working through it. <laughs> and he's got a long way to go. You, you guys got some beautiful bikes. <laughs> Omg. So, so real quick, what type of bike do you have? Uh, I ride a Roadmaster, Indian Roadmaster. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Can Am, which is the three wheeler. So I have a Vulcan 2000 with a sidecar. I've got uh, also have a Victory Jackpot. Oh, I don't know what that is, but I can't wait to see it. Yeah, so I like it. Is it beautiful, yeah. Miss Bun Bun? I have a uh, 2006 R model Sportster that was my mother's. Rest her soul before she died, and oh, wow. uh, some really cool family history there. That's named awesome. named Sasparilla, right? Sassafras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <On the bike. clears throat> Do we name? We've named our bikes too. Bikes have names. Some of them. Okay, sir. I'm sorry. What 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 type of bike do you have, and does it have a name? Uh, yes, I have two different bikes. Yes. And the one that I'm riding today is a Victory Vegas, and her That's name is Black Pearl. on Black. Yeah, it's the Black on Black. Oh. And then I also have a uh, Gixxer 1000 that I ride, and I try to road guard with that one. That's a lot of fun. So, wow. Yeah. I, the, the, I mean, I I I've always had a fascination for bikes since I was a child. So guess what? I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> So you're going to um, get a ride in a sidecar, aren't you? I think I might exceed the weight limit yeah. of that sidecar. We could talk <laughs> about that. That may be a problem. Don't flatter yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go on a very, very quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go into the part of the show that I call. We got 15 minutes left. We're going to do a really quick commercial break. Um, again, part of the work I'm doing is it's community work. We're, I'm president of the National Black MBA Association. You don't have to be black and you don't have to have an MBA, but it's a professional organization that was founded by black MBAs, um, and I'm president of the Seattle chapter. And so a lot of the work we're doing right now in the community, we have a mentoring program called Leaders of Tomorrow, LOT, the LOT program. And it's typically a high school um, mentoring program where they've taken youth of color typically where no one in their family have ever, you know, gone to college. And they have some of the chapters report a high 95% success rate on getting those kids to graduate from college. Not in, but to graduate. From being in a family where no one's gone to college, and that was kind of my role, where no one had actually gone to a four-year, you know, college. I was involved in the National Black MBA Association. I met them at the University of Florida, where I went, got my, my first degree, my, my finance degree. And I've been a part of the organization for over 25 years. And so right now what I'm doing here in Seattle is we're building a, we're bringing that mentoring program here to Seattle. Um, So I'm starting the first one here. Um, It's building leaders of tomorrow through community leadership today. And that's a bigger kind of a wraparound services where we're saying you can't just help the kids. We have to bring support for the parents, right? Conversations with schools. So really uplifting the, the, the community and bringing mentoring to a whole nother level, bringing that community aspect to making the world a better place. So what you're going to hear right now is we, we're going to show the, 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 the BACA logo, and we're going to have Mike play a commercial, and you'll, the voices you hear are going to be some of the students who've been through the program. This is Tracy Harrell, and you are listening to It's Bigger Than Me, and that's one of my favorite songs. It's, it's 
I give myself away. And I'm, I'm here with an amazing group of individuals from BACA, Bikers Against Child Abuse. And this has been, this has been the fastest hour of my life. I got to tell you, you guys, please come back. We, I have to have you back because the work you're doing is so important. It's so important. And again, I'm in. You're going to figure this thing out. I'm in. And so what I would like to say is this, this segment, the way we close the show, is I call it my surrender and soar segment. So it's more of a recap of the show, kind of a pause. You started the show, and we were talking about the secret and how important it is to, like, we all understand this law of attraction. And the work you guys are doing is powerful. Can you say the mission of Baca again? And, and I'm going to ask you guys to kind of think about kind of your closing words for those who... <coughs> might be interested in what you're doing. Why is this work so important? What are you getting out of it? Anything you'd like to say as we kind of close. So the mission of Bikers Against Child Abuse. Again, these aren't bicycles. These are motorcycles. Right. This is a leather-wearing, tattoo hat. Anybody got tattoos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Do you need to, do? I'm afraid of needles. So, but, <laughs> but I'm still in. I like leather, black yeah, leather. Okay, thank you. Okay, so... Tell us a little bit more about the mission Again, of Again, the, the core of our mission is we empower abused children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. I love that. So I met these amazing individuals today, and when I look at this flyer, they're talking about children who are involved in your family have improved self-confidence, diminished regressive behavior, increased feelings of safety, empowerment, better communication, decreased net. I mean, Anything you could hope for and want, you, just your presence, bringing these kids into your family has scientifically been proven to, to, to benefit children. I mean, how amazing. How amazing. Anybody want to share any, 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 any call to action to those who might be listening and want to be a part of this Baca family? Well, one thing I'll say, one of the things that Baca does not do is recruit members. Um, I think anyone out there that rides, mm-hmm. that wants to help children, um, they can reach out and they can find us. We're pretty easy to find. But we don't we don't recruit people. I love that because I love you have, that you have to have a heart have for have it. A passion. You have to have a heart for it. For it's so funny yeah. that it's so funny that you say that because the two shows ago. I had another radio um, host, Christine, you guys met her out there. Mm -hmm. I had her on the show, and she was actually kind of semi-interviewing me. Um, And what was great about my conversation with her is, like, we're just speaking our truth. Like, like I'm I'm so excited to be living my best life, to doing the work that I love to do, to be able to have a brain that actually allows me to process a lot of information around how can we potentially take information from, you know, wisdom that's been around for thousands of years, right? This is kind of my purpose, kind of what I'm here for. But you're saying... People choose to be a part of your organization. And I feel the same way. Like, I'm just sharing my truth. Hopefully, I'm helping people along the way. Hopefully, people are benefiting from this work. But, you know, I'm just sharing my truth. And there's no force. There's no push. There's no, right, there's no no, uh, no energy other than love. We're just trying to do the work we love to do and, and make a difference in the universe. It's such a beautiful thing. And the reason I brought you back, and by the way, the, uh, the, the, the Baca logo on the back of her, <laughs> So she's been standing uh, as still as she possibly can during our break. So I just want to highlight that this show is about this great work. But what I loved about what you said earlier is um, you mentioned earlier that when you went to your first meeting, Rogue, you didn't feel comfortable, but you stayed with it because you were on purpose. You were you were you, you were aligned with the mission of this organization. And then um, 
you also mentioned Hummingbird. You mentioned that you had a bike accident when you were a child and you weren't going to ride for a while. But then you, 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 I would say womaned up. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that right. and why. Right. Um, well, when I was younger, I was riding a dirt bike with a neighborhood mm-hmm. kid, you know, and we were out there and we ended up having a crash. It, luckily, it wasn't, you know, no, nothing was broken, but it kind of scarred me inside. And I was afraid to do it. And when Coach got his new bike, you know, in our older adult lives, uh, I swore I was never getting on that bike because I still had that scar that was inside. Mm. And I was afraid to do it. And I didn't want to change. But part of being a part of this group is being able to say, I got to get past this stuff. I I, want to move on. And I can't say to the kids, hey, I'm here to help you move on. And I'm still afraid to get on a bike. <laughs> so I had to accept that. I love that. And change and say, okay, I'm not going to let this limit my life. This is what I, I want to be with Coach. I want to be with this group. I want to be a part of this, you know, what we're doing. And I can't really embrace that unless I embrace, you know, what's going on in my life too. I love that. And, again, you all must come back. This was not my planned show for today. Better than I, I followed God's plan. Like as I was walking out the restaurant and the laughter was boisterous, you know, and I got out and he was like, those are your people. I'm like, okay, whenever he says that, I'm in. And I turned around and you're my people. You're, I am so impressed to be in your presence and I'm excited to continue on this journey with each of you. So for you to, to, to address that particular fear and decide I'm going to move past it, that's what this show is about. And so I was going to, if you were watching my show last week, I was going to do a live weigh-in, but Mike is saying we don't have time to do that. So next week, I will be absolutely doing a live weigh-in. It's insane. Yes. Yes. I have at least 100 pounds to lose, but I need my family to understand. Like you said, it's hard work. And part of what we're doing, part of the consulting work that I'm doing is with, you know, corporate America talking about, you know, how do we really help, you know, corporate America Right. Create this adaptive and inclusive culture. Right. Where everyone thrives. Well, it's about not being comfortable. It's about being comfortable, being uncomfortable every day. So for me to talk about these things and these this this change management and not be willing to do the hard work myself. Right. I I decided I got to do the work and I'm going to do it publicly live. Is that insane and awesome? Right. (laughs) It's exciting. So anyway, I am so excited that you all here. I'm going to ask you to. to just, again, come back again. What, what I would love to say is that each of you, Coach, Archer, Mama Bear, Bun Bun, Rogue, and our standing mannequin over here with the patch on her back, uh, Hummingbird, <laughs> you are welcome back anytime. You are my family. And for those who are listening, others as a part of Baca, thank you for what you do. Thank you. And for anyone who's interested, who are bikers who want to, to commit to really changing the lives of children. Any final words? I just want to thank you for having us on and allowing us to talk about something that we're passionate about. Um, We wish our job wasn't necessary, Mm. but unfortunately it is. Right. Right. I love it. With one minute left, does anyone want to close with any final words to your, to your, to your, your Baca family? I think one thing that, that we do well that makes us successful is that we connect. Mm. And that's what life is about, is making connections. That's it. And this is Tracy Harrell. It's bigger than me. We're going to ask you to go out and connect. Connect with nature. Connect with another person. 
Again, we'll he- talk to you next week. This is Tracy Harrell, and it's, it's Bigger Than Me.